superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Get ready. I think now what the Spanoses have to do is take a monster swing at this position. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Can we get an ankle bracelet on Jim Harbaugh when he's out here with the Wolverines for the Rose Bowl? Like to see where his whereabouts are? Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and Greenlight podcast host, Chris Long. Coming up, 49ers tight end, George Kittle. Plus, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. It contains George Kittle, which means this is going to be the most delightful hour of the three. To be straight up. And I said that with Chris Long, long gone. He can't hear me right now. (laughs) 844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on the show. George Kittle and the 49ers, they're good at football. They're good at football. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're really, really good. They're very good at football. They're, really they're big good. Super Bowl favorites right now, Rich. With the San Francisco 49ers? Yes, sir. Well, I can understand that they're uh, the big favorites to win the Super Bowl because anybody who sets odds has something that I believe all of us have here in this room, set of eyes. <laughs> Two eyes at work. We're watching it. Yeah. We're watching it. You know, it's kind of funny when you when you think about the 49ers – And um, when we wring our hands in this business on shows like this one, when trades get made and draft picks are made and choices are made with draft picks, sometimes you trade draft picks to go up and move and select someone in the draft or in the trade deadline, you're saying that's too much to give up for this one individual. And then when that one individual does not perform well, when you acquire them, you hear nothing but, did you hear, did you forget about what they gave up for that player? I mean, we heard that about Trey Lance forever. Well, what the Niners gave up for him. It's, it's, it's insane what they gave up for a guy who they eventually trade away for a fifth-round selection. And then when the Niners... Go ahead and trade for Christian McCaffrey in the middle of last season. A guy who's got all the talent in the world, but trouble staying healthy. Did you see what they gave up for him? Today, on this Monday, leading into Christmas week, 2023. Do you hear anybody talking about 
what the Niners gave up for Christian McCaffrey or to draft Trey Lance. Zero. Full Blutarski. Zero point zero. Nobody's talking about him. Because Brock Purdy is dominating and Christian McCaffrey is dominating. And on Sunday, they did it again. Second four touchdown performance in the last three weeks for the Santa Clara game manager. And Christian McCaffrey going totally nuts. Three touchdowns, one rush, two receiving. Oh, and, you know, Debo's starting to come around as well. And Kittle's coming around. And Ayuk's doing his thing. And Juszczyk is getting involved. And Trent Williams is blocking people. And defensively, they are crushing with pick sixes of Kyler Murray. And Nick Bosa's coming for you, too. The best team in football, without a doubt. And McCaffrey is unbelievable and worthy of MVP talk if the MVP was truly about all players. And I bet all the nonsense you're hearing right now is how the Dolphins proved Tyreek Hill isn't their most valuable player because they smoked the Jets without him, as opposed to talking about how smart they were to rest him against the Jets. And they just bought a week of time and made things even more must-have for Tyreek Hill over the final three weeks as he wants to break the 2,000-yard mark. But we're not talking about that move by Mike McDaniel. And at the moment, what we're talking about is the 49ers being the best team in football and everybody else has to be on their A++ game. You can't turn it over against them. You can't settle for field goals against them. You can't miss on that third down opportunity against them. You can't go for it on fourth and miss it against them because they are so good, they will take that mistake and just jump on it and shove it down your throat. And they're they're hungry. I bet you the George Kittle we're going to see in about 15 minutes' time, is, even though he will be his usual, I'll use the word, avuncular self. Oh, big word alert. He's, 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 we, we caught him. NFL Films cameras caught him on the bench when he went losing to the Chiefs at the Super Bowl saying, we are going to get back here, and he is yet to get back here, and it sure looks like nobody's going to be able to stand in their way on the NFC side of things to prevent that from happening. Can it happen? Of course it can, any given Sunday. Can the Cowboys play the game of their lives? The Eagles play the game of their lives? The Lions play the game of their lives? Anybody else that might see the 49ers before either, either of those teams? Can they play the game of their lives? Absolutely. Will they have to play the game of their lives to win it? You bet they will. That three-game losing streak? This team lost to P.J. Walker? Come on. Hmm. Unbelievable it how that happened. Seems like forever right? ago. They had a three-game losing streak, and that might be something to, to that they build on and as we're watching them go and talking about, is that something that helped steal themselves for the – the long run, and is that a turning point of the season? That's for later on. For the moment, though, we're talking about who's the MVP of this team. Brock Purdy himself gave the vote to number 23 after the game yesterday. Brock, you just gave a great description of Christian and what he means to the team. What's your case for him to be MVP? Dude, I think I think Christian should be MVP. I think I, I really do believe that. You know, he does everything um, for us. 
runs the ball well, can catch the ball. He does everything. And so, in my eyes, that's an MVP. What do you think when your name's in the conversation? I mean, I'm honored. Um, but, man, I think, you know, I have a great team, you know, a great team around me and guys willing to make plays and stuff. So um, I'm trying to do my part and help our, help our team win. And I'm very honored to hear it. But I think we just have an MVP team overall. So. So is McCaffrey the MVP of this team? Uh, you could absolutely make that case. Yeah, probably. And, and if he's the MVP of this team, then he should be the MVP of the league. And we're wondering if maybe there'll be split votes because it's usually a quarterback award. And, 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 and here, here's the thing is that Purdy is absolutely worthy of an MVP vote this year as well. And folks cannot handle it. I tweet about him and the stuff I get back from me being bald and fat and stupid, other than that, is is he's just rolling the footballs out and Cam Newton only lent to that narrative with his take last week that went a ton of places because he's a former MVP talking about quarterbacking and as he pointed out in his highly edited nine-minute uh, response he knows more about quarterbacking than most because he's Cam friggin Newton and I totally understand that but this guy isn't just rolling the footballs out Oh, the number of times. Oh, he's just checking it down. Oh, is that right? McCaffrey was wide open down the sideline that he found him on. And people will say, well, that's McCaffrey. He's wide open. There's a terrible defense. So he he should be able to make that throw. The only reason why he was able to make that throw is because with a rush in his face, he pirouetted, spin a out to his left against the grain and stopped and made a throw. He makes throws that a lot of people... Don't think the final pick of an NFL draft should make. And everybody still uses his final pick of the draft status to think he can't do it. And I'm only bringing it up here because everybody looks at this kid and thinks he's just rolling it out. And you know what? I think at the end of the day, that ignorance, which is the only word for it, I'll say it. That ignorance is only going to be used as fuel. Because I think, again, I don't know him. He's only been on this show once, and I've met him once, and he's got a whole aw shucks personality. I think he is a killer because that's the way he's playing. I've called him Bambi with fangs. Hmm. And, you know, and what plays into this as well. The broadcast yesterday, I don't know if you guys were watching it because it was going up against the um, the Bills and the Cowboys. They showed, because, you know, he's, he's from Arizona. So this was a big homecoming for him. And so they showed him growing up, pictures of him as a kid. And then he was honored on the field when he was um, a young ball player before going to Iowa State. And he looked the same. I'm serious. Like the picture of him, if they had just not said this was him as a young kid being honored on the field in Arizona with his family, I would have thought it was taken pregame. I swear to you. And everybody thinks just because he looks so young and he looks like a child that he's not a man coming for you. And by the way, utilizing the weapons that he is so fortunate to have. So, yeah, like if, say, Zach Wilson was there or Mac Jones was there example would both of them be having better careers yes would they be as good as Brock Purdy we'll never know 
But the bottom line is Brock Purdy has gotten the opportunity and he has knocked on the door and not only blown it open, but has taken ownership of the house. He's paid off the Niners mortgage and it is his house and he has yet to act like he should put up his feet in it. It looks like he's asking if he should still take his shoes off when walking into the house. Wait till he has the attitude of this is me and my place. Holy cow, you better get him now. That's the way I think of when I watch him play. And McCaffrey is dominant. and Kittle's dominant and the rest of them are dominant. And good luck to everyone else. Their next game is against the Ravens. And the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in the AFC right now in terms of record, in terms of all three phases of the game, in terms of tenured head coaches. Listen, in the era where it looks like it's the end of the Belichick reign in New England, and trust me, Steelers fans, I hear you, that you think, this is the end of the Tomlin reign in Pittsburgh, or it should be. And there are lots of signs that point to yes, if I'm using the eight ball phraseology about what's going on in Pittsburgh with Tomlin. But John Harbaugh has been around just as long in Baltimore. And he has been around just as long in Baltimore as Tomlin in Pittsburgh and almost as long as Belichick in New England, and what he did this year by saying, we are going to change the offense. I'm going to find a new offensive coordinator in Todd Monken, and I am going to defend Lamar Jackson and love on him at all costs. And we are going to have a building that is going to be lockstep in throwing our arms around him and loving him up just as he wants to get paid, and he's starting to clown the organization with perfectly timed tweets just as I'm about to sit down at an owner's meeting and talk. And he's saying, oh, by the way, I've asked for a trade demand for a while. And the fact that they kept that all together and hooked this offense up to Todd Monken and every other aspect they have hit pay dirt on. Odell is now paying dividends. Zay Flowers is a terrific young wide receiver. Ask Chargers fans, how Quentin Johnston is doing, right? Even somebody who we thought would be dominant in his rookie season, still waiting to come in his own. Jackson Smith and Jigba has not had a season like Zay Flowers. They are nonstop banged up, but the decisions they make on the roster and the way that Harbaugh clearly coaches them up, even this move, this move that they made, which was going to London early, They went right at the top of the week instead of showing up late. Titans showed up late, got boat raced. That may be because of the talent between the two of them. Totally understand that. But I asked John Harbaugh that week, like, why are you coming early? He goes, because the last time we went late and got crushed. He did the full Costanza, did the opposite. (laughs) And what they also did is they had a choice to take a bye week after that game. The league gives London teams an option or Germany teams an option. You want a bye week coming back or do you want to keep playing? Ravens chose to keep playing and took their bye just last week. Everything is coming up roses for this team. They've crushed it, man. 
They have absolutely crushed it. The question and the defense and Lamar has totally, totally blossomed he's, this year. He's answering all the questions, things people said he couldn't do. Could you imagine if John Harbaugh started getting ornery during March and April when you would think it it stands to reason you should because your, your quarterback wants more money than Deshaun or whatever the craziness of the time was, right? He said, honestly, find yourself someone in your life in the way that the Ravens love Lamar Jackson. It mm. makes sense, though, because Lamar's really, 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 really good. But how many coaches and places have somebody like that, and they're like, that's not the way we do it here? Uh, or the way that we've done it here has been good enough. You know, we're getting just we're, we're getting enough wins to win our division, maybe go far enough. But you're looking at Mahomes. You're like, we gotta, we've got our own difference maker here. We've got to figure out how to take him to the next level. The offense is totally different. Now, Mark Andrews getting hurt sucks, and this kid, Keaton Mitchell, who they brought up from the practice squad just that week in London, he's starting to get in yards and chunks, and it looks like he's significantly injured. So fast. Man, that was awful. But but they still ran up 200 yards of offense, uh, uh, rushing yards against Jacksonville. And, you know, in the same way to say, find yourself somebody who loves you the same way that the Ravens love Lamar Jackson. Um Find yourself Kyle Hamilton in the draft. <laughs> well, we said that on draft day. Dude, they kept, he kept like, dropping. Yeah. Like, you, what, this guy's going to end up with Baltimore, isn't he? The rest of the league, you let Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. You let him go to Ravens. Ball, yeah. It's my favorite shot yeah. of the defense right of the on. Ravens, okay, is seeing that defensive line that is stupendous, right? And then you see number zero, Roquan Smith, who is – as Raven as a linebacker can get, right? Quan. And the Bears took Quan. Pardon me. Quan. My bad. Quan. They took Quan and stuck him out there, right? In number zero. And he's dominant. But you see somebody who's like a foot taller than everybody else standing behind and walking around and doing crazy ass things like tackling a running back for a loss or breaking up a pass up multiple or passes. stealing you. A possession. This kid, Kyle Hamilton. Okay, so now here they come against each other, the Ravens and the Niners, and we'll see what happens. This will be 100% billed as a Super Bowl preview by NBC, and rightfully so. It's the one seeds in each conference. Yeah. And the teams that have been playing the most consistent football in each conference and two totally different style quarterbacks. One who's already won an MVP, trying to win a second, Mm -hmm. being better at it, by the way, I think so. He's a better quarterback now than in his. I mean, his numbers aren't as gaudy in his previous MVP season. But as a football player, right? Don't you think? I mean, doesn't have the numbers from twenty. You know, but nobody has the numbers this year. That's true. Nobody has the numbers this year. That's nobody's numbers are jumping out at you at the quarterback position. Obviously, Tyree Kill and Christian McCaffrey. Those numbers jump. True. Lamar is a better football player today than he was. But, uh, I mean, here we go. This is a big game, and so uh, I can't wait for it. It's the last game of this week. We'll talk about it with George Kittle in a second. But I just wanted to give the Ravens their flowers. And sure. and, and they've got, they've got um, the Dolphins coming up as well. And then there's the Steelers, who we're going to talk about later on. Say what you will about the Steelers, and I hear you Steelers fans. But when they play the Ravens, it's kind of a different ball of wax. Certainly if this winds up being... I can't believe I'm saying it, but, you know, the way that things are going there in Pittsburgh, there if this does wind up being Tomlin's last game, 
in Pittsburgh. That's not going to happen. I don't think so either, uh, but I don't know. Are, the Roonies will not let Well, Tomlin what if it's go. not the Rooney's call? Well, they own the team. What if Tomlin says I'm out? Well, then that would I didn't guess, uh, me saying the I will just say this, and we'll talk go. about it later, because we're going to get to Kittle shortly. I did not get that sense in the room okay. at oh, all. Also, Chris, I think with Tomlin. we have Rich's seventh child, because you've been pounding the table lately for Kyle Hamilton on multiple shows. I've heard you say his name he's a lot. A, like, I, think he, I think he's number seven, Chris. The I, first non-quarterback. The first defensive uh, son. Oh, first defensive son. Defensive well, son. I mean, if Christian McCaffrey continues to win me a fantasy championship, uh, I mean, <laughs> please. I mean, look. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever given a guy named McCaffrey a Hanukkah present late, but it's coming. <laughs> McCaffrey, not Joe. Um, really? You sure you want to Google that? I mean, Christian. Christian. <laughs> we'll take a break. Your phone calls as well. George Kittle will take his call next. <laughs> it's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, we're hey, back. We're back. Hey. Boy, I've been, I've been terrible picking games lately. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, now I'm doing what I, I Every year I say I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I won't do it, and then I do it. When I'm just a couple games behind, I get risky, just trying to make stuff up. I do the same thing. And man. then I fall further behind, and yep. then Irv smiles. Yep. Irv's going to win the game well, day morning. You, you got sucked in with the Jets yesterday, too. Well, yeah. no, I did that to try. Well, I mean, I don't know. They scored 30 on the Texans. They look terrific. Well, you know, would I think that the offensive line basically left their games at baggage claim? <laughs> yeah. You know, they didn't – They didn't. Uh, honestly – so, yeah. 
And I got sucked into the DeVito thing based on what we're talking about I here. I mean, yep. yeah, you knew he was. The headline of the New York Daily News was, make those cutlets to go. Yeah, it seems like they're 15 How about that? minutes around. How about that? <laughs> I don't know. All he's got to do is show up in Philadelphia on Christmas afternoon, Jeez. Christmas evening. Yeah, I mean, look, that's they got the, that's the middle tough, window right? of the that's Christmas doubleheader. Rough game in Philly. You, so, what do you mean? He shows up. I like. I mean, shows up and does what? Yeah. And wins. <laughs> I, I, oh, come on, Rich. Another nat. What, what do you mean? Come on. <laughs> Philly's like they're kind of upset. They're like ready to like win. Philly's, Philly's going to lose tonight, and then they're going to go home and face the Giants. And oh. come on, it's going to be a blood. You back. think they're going to lose tonight? Kind of do actually. Oof. We'll discuss that later on. Boy, this is another one of those we could do six hours. Yeah. But we're only doing three, just so you're aware. Oh. Right here on Roku. I was ready to stay another three. You were? No, you weren't. Yeah. Mike, you're back wearing shorts. Like, what are we doing? What happened? No, no, no. I go right to the gym. I didn't give up. He's tapped out. Wow. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We're laughing because uh, TJ Jefferson. Triggered. Who noticed that? Oh, Brockman noticed that Del Tufo's wearing shorts again. It's easier again, to go he's right wearing a lot to of shorts lately. And so. Easier to go right to the gym. You said it's easier to go right to the gym. Exactly. I have to change out of the long pants. I don't use long pants in the gym. Who wants to change, right? Exactly. But, like, there's no place at a gym to change anyway. No, I don't. I go right to the. I go. Right. Or there's no place here in the studio no. to change. No. So you might as well just wear them while you're fading. Yeah, there's no room. And so TJ accused Plus you of giving up. It's comfortable. That's Given a very up. Seinfeld line right there. <laughs> Gave up. Well, keep the laughter going, gents, because one of our favorites is joining us right here. Uh, the perennial Pro Bowl tight end, great human, and freshly minted NFC West 2023 champion, George Kittle, back here on the Rich Eisen Show, courtesy of Alka-Seltzer. How you doing, George? Wow. Well, when you intro it like that, I'm doing fantastic. Anytime you can clinch the division, it's it's a good ball. I could also introduce you as George Kittle, for those who are listening, uh, is on a Zoom with a blurry background, just like uh, when you watch him run. Oh, and by, look at the Spider-Man mug, too. Look at that working right there. Fantastic. Wow. Got I'm, on, I'm on point today, man. I got a coffee for Rich. You know what, man? Just I've been up all morning really, really excited for this interview with you well i feel the same way how's life george what's going on oh let's see i mean if you just want me to give you through the the, the 360 view of my life yeah yeah no nfl nfl football is going great you know uh teammates are playing at a high level clench the division yeah in the playoff spot an opportunity to control our own destiny with the one seed so that's always that's what you want you know in december you want to be playing big for time football games you know that mean a lot because that means you're playing good football um if you you know go look at college, my Iowa football team unfortunately lost to you know Michigan. I the blue guys. Gonna, I really wasn't going to bring no, that it's, up because it's, it's festive. You got a Santa hat on, you know. I mean, I wanted to Thank keep you. it festive. You know, no, it is festive because there's nothing like a good Alabama thumping that <laughs> Michigan's going to receive for Christmas. <laughs> wow, there's just nothing like it. And I had to sit in the locker room all week with Ronnie Bell, Ambry Thomas, yep. Jake Moody. That's a few of them. Our reporter, Tracy, just in yep. my ear the whole time. Taylor Lewan, man. Right. It's just, it's just, it's going to be fun for you guys to get your Christmas Did, present. Didn't Tracy uh, Sandler put you in a, uh, in a Michigan uh, shirt, too? Didn't she do that, George? Didn't that happen? You know, 
Did no, one hundred percent. Hey, look, I I like to make fun gestures and fun, you know, little bets on every game. Like mm-hmm. the, you know, the mask I had, I did to Purdy. I'm all in for it. So, like, if you let my Hawkeyes win, I'm going to take full advantage of it. Okay. So, if you guys beat us, you better take advantage of it as well. Because I'll play the game. Okay. I have a great time doing it. You, but I also, I'm now betting on Alabama, respectively, mm. and not in my facility. I to be honest with you. I don't, I don't think uh, there's much respect, to be straight up. Uh, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a lack of respect, quite frankly. No. George? No, no, no. So, if, just real quick, and then we no, can talk on. about other things. No, whatever you want. I thought... Yeah. Michigan, I think I, going in the whole season, I was like, they're definitely the best team, especially in the Big Ten. Like, I, I thought they were going to be Ohio State. I I, I'm, I was all aboard. Mm-hmm. And then I just I just don't think your offense looked very good against Iowa. And Iowa has a fantastic defense. Yeah. They, they do. Yeah, I know. But they had, like, four turnovers on our side in the 50, and they got four field goals out of it besides, George, like, one touchdown. George, name me an offense that looks good against Iowa. Uh, honestly, you know what I mean? Like, what, what we should have. Penn just... State? Hmm. Oh, you got that was thirty-one zero. No, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, look, I want Michigan to do well, but when I watch, because I watched that game, I was like, ah, their yeah. defense is great. Like, they're doing. I mean, like, they're they're like they have like you know what? Yeah. Michigan is Iowa with a slightly better offense. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Let's see what we. They can got do. great defense, great special teams, and I think. I mean, their quarterback's really good. I just think he's been a little. He's been struggling a little bit, and recently. a great head but coach he, he, too, right, George? Don't leave out Harbaugh. Don't leave. Don't leave Jim out there. He's. I mean, he, he's back. I. Everyone that plays for him, I don't know him personally at right. all, but everyone that I know that plays for him absolutely loves playing for him. And there's a lot of stories out there about him and how crazy he is. But you can you can tell he has a passion for the game. Yeah, you might hear it too in your building, George, walking around in your building on that front. Once or once or twice, I <laughs> might have heard a story or two from Joe Staley. Once or twice. George Kittle here on the Rich Eisen show. Okay, so what else is good? So you gave me the professional. You gave me the professional, yeah. right? So what's going on yeah. personal? What else? What, what do you want to share in the Kittle life right now? What do you got for me, George? What's going what on? What I got for you? Yeah. Um, what's going on? Let's You're... see. I got my Christmas shopping done. Okay. I was pretty excited about that. I, I got ahead of that a couple weeks ago. And then hopefully, like, I don't think my dad, no no respect, but I don't think my dad listens to your show every single day. So I'm okay. going to tell you what I got my dad for oh, Christmas. Sure, go ahead. What'd you get? What'd you get him? Um, I got him um, <clears throat> I got him a signed uh, photo of Neo from The Matrix by Keanu Reeves. Oh. That's pretty sick, right? Oh. That's pretty sick. How do we, so what's the, what's the connective? That's pretty sick. What, what's the uh, connective tissue, how you got that one? Do you know Keanu? Uh, what do you got? Who do you, who do you know? Well, what do you got? I got him. I got to meet Keanu. I okay. did back at, at a concert in it's called Bottle Rock. It's a music festival up in Napa Valley. Okay. And I didn't know he plays the bass. He plays the bass guitar for a band. Why yeah. not? Unreal. Yeah. yeah phenomenal. Right? right. And he's really good at it. And mm-hmm. so I got the opportunity to meet him. He's cooler than you would imagine. Right. So that was, was one of the best parts of you know my whole off season. Um, but, uh, just one of my memorabilia guys that I do some signings for, I just, I asked him, he was like, Oh, I can get that for you easy. So I got, I got him that. And then uh, I got my father-in-law, uh, he's a Cubs fan. So I got him a signed Sammy Sosa baseball. Oh, okay. That's some next level stuff right there. Look at you, George. Look at me. I'm out here. You, I'm out here. I'm not going to tell you what my wife, I got for my wife because she'll probably listen to this. Okay. Like, we know, but she'll wrap me up. that's oversharing anyone. We don't need that. We're good. You're good. You're so right. you did that. So you're settled on that front and you're working. I was pretty pumped, man. So, all right, let me ask you a couple of football questions then. Ooh, does this, let's talk, let's does talk this, football. Does this feel like a Super Bowl year? I mean, you've had a Super Bowl year before with this team. Um, does yeah. it feel like it to you right now? 
Um, we're winning a lot of football games. We're currently the one seed. Um, our quarterback's playing at an incredibly high level that you haven't seen for a long time. And all of our skill positions are close to a thousand yards receiving or plus a thousand yards rushing. And our defense is our defense. And so, yes, I feel like I'm on a very talented team that has every opportunity to continue to win out from here on out. Okay. So when you're talking about your quarterback, let me write this down. I wrote this notes. Are you talking about the game manager, Brock Purdy? Is that who you're talking about, George? The game manager. Man, there's no one. There's no one that manages the game quite like him, isn't there? Oh, I listen. Uh, he can manage. He can manage. It's, I'll it's tell wild. you. That. So, what you? Isn't what, it wild? What What is it? Is it Is it Is it the way he looks? Is it the where, where he was drafted? What is it? Where, where people? You know are just, everyone. Everyone just looks for. Hey, what can I say today that people are going to argue with? And the one thing about 49ers fans is they like to argue with people who talk, you know, crap about any of their players about their franchise. Yes. You know, Brock's playing at an incredibly elite high level consistently week in and week out, you know, 130 pass ratings, perfect pass ratings, doing everything that you're supposed to do as a quarterback. But just because he has good skill positions around him and a solid head coach and, you know, a pretty, a pretty good defense, I would say. Yes. Uh, it's like, oh, I don't he doesn't get the credit for it because everyone's doing all the work for him. Well, we can't do any of that work unless he's a guy throwing the ball. Yeah, so, I mean, so, so like you're the perfect person, one of the few perfect people to ask about this because yeah. your name is thrown out there along with McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and, you know, you mentioned obviously Kyle Shanahan. Of course, Purdy's going to be looking that way. Just roll the footballs out to folks like you. What examples can, or an example you can give me uh, that Purdy brings to the huddle, to the table, to the film room, anything that can – Quiet anybody who feels he's just the guy who's in a perfect position and playing without mistakes. What do you got for me there, George? Well, sure. You got weapons all over the field. It's something that Coach Shanahan and John Lynch have done, you know, a good job of. But <clears throat> we've had these weapons. We've had them for a while. We haven't won, you know, unfortunately. Um, and Brock Purdy comes in, and last year he wins 12 straight. Or, you know, our team won 12 straight. He came in as a starter and won. And then this year – Besides, you know, we had a little hiccup there in the middle. You know, we lost three straight, which you never want to do. But he's been playing at an incredibly high level. And you just, like, I think it was a combination of Trent Williams and Richard Sherman. Never, never thought I'd say them in a sentence together. But um, <laughs> those two guys have been talking about how if you just watch the actual tape and, like, don't watch the highlights that, you know, everyone like, just kind of throws out there. Watch the tape of, like, what Brock Purdy does consistently on every single play. It's phenomenal. He's playing the quarterback position at an incredibly high level. The way he drops back, his footwork, his reads, using his eyes to throw people off, the way that he gets the ball to his guys in space. I mean, he's playing at such a high level right now that, and the consistency of it too, it's not, it's hard to go out there and play football consistently 24 7. You can look around the league like Dallas didn't look 100% consistent last night. My guy, Josh Allen, has been 100% consistent the whole season. He's still the hell of a football player. But Brock's just gone in almost every single week and just played at an incredibly high level. And so I just don't know why people are continuing to argue with the things that he's doing weekly. And you can't just put that on, you know, having good wide receivers, good tight ends, good fullbacks. It's like, well, you know, that's what you want every quarterback to have. You know, look at Peyton Manning with the Colts, man. The guy threw for, you know, a thousand yard receivers for multiple people. And like, you're not blaming Peyton Manning for having good players on this team. You're just, you're saying, hey, Peyton, great job of, getting your players the ball in space. Yeah, and he's also staying humble, too. He said, I think Christian should be the MVP after you, yesterday's game. You want, you want me to get on my soapbox and talk about why McCaffrey should be MVP? Have at it. Uh, so 
I think the quarterback position is the most important position in sports. Because obviously, if you don't have a quarterback that can play football, it's very difficult to win football games. Um, so I get the importance of that position. I think Brock is having an amazing season. I yes, he is playing an MVP caliber. Is that that's so fun to say? Oh, wow, that's really cool. Good job, Brock. And like, I love quarterbacks, and they do a great job. But like, the things that Christian McCaffrey and I'll even Tyreek have done this year, and like Tyreek's going to figure out a way to get to three to get to two thousand yards in three games. He's got to figure out a way to do it probably, but like the things that they do consistently every single play and every single time they touch the ball, it's absolutely outrageous. And the fact that they're not like higher in the MVP talks or whatever it is, odds in Vegas or whatever, you know, people think they're going to win. Like, I feel like Tyreek and Christian 20 plus touchdowns can score more run game, pass game. Every time he touches the ball, you're like, uh, it's a highlight reel. It's a hurdle. It's a touchdown. And they're not even hardly into consideration MVP just because they're not quarterbacks. And that really bothers me because it's the most valuable player on the entire team. Not it's it's not a quarterback award. Just make a quarterback award if you want to give away a quarterback award. George Kittle, everybody on his soapbox right there on the Rich Eisen show. And before we get to, you know, your plug, what do you enjoy? Yeah. What do you enjoy better in the huddle, where a play's called for you to catch it, or it's Christian running left and it's you and Trent Williams? You know, with use check on the block. What do you like? What do you like? Well, you know what? My fantasy coaches would love me to say the pass catching. They would like that. And I do enjoy that. But we had a couple runs out there yesterday that were phenomenal. And we blocked them up really well. And Christian did a great job of reading them. He just does. It was really fun. If you go back and like watch Christian from last when we got him early on, like he's he's figured out how to run outside zone in our offense and like how to set up the blocks to make it easier on the offensive lineman. So then it makes it easier on him. Like if the running back and the tight ends aren't like, they're not running together. It's how you get like the, it's, you don't see all the awesome run plays, but he's figured it out. He's gotten so much better consistently. And now he's just playing at an elite level running behind our offensive line, tight ends and fullbacks. So it's, it's really fun. You should just, you guys should watch more Christian tape. Well, let me just put it this way, George, to you. Um, You just alluded to the fact that some of your fantasy football owners would not yeah. like hearing you say that, that you would turn down a catch to block for McCaffrey. But mm-hmm. what about the really brilliant fantasy football owners who have you and McCaffrey? Mm-hmm. You're looking at somebody, and there's two thumbs pointing right at him, George Kittle. You have four thumbs pointing at you. Yeah, buddy. Huh? Come Ooh, on now. Look at Smart that guy. fantasy football owners like this guy behind See? the mic. Rich, I knew I liked you for a reason. Man. Oh, many reasons. But right back at you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just my trying gosh. to flex, making the playoffs. Both of us. Um, so let's. Good for uh, you. Thank you, sir. You know what? It's not what's just, your. Can I? Not what's, what's your league? What's your league playing for? Um, my league is playing for pride, sir. It's playing right, for what's pride. The, does a loser have to do anything stupid? Uh, no. Just gets a whole <sighs> bunch of crap that they don't want to hear. It's great. It's one. You should do the one or they have to like, you guys need to do like a golf trip and like the loser has to dress up funny. Like those are, those have been some good ones that I've seen. Like they have to play a full 18, like in an outfit. Didn't Jared Goff tell us once that he was in a league where the loser had to go all the way to Nome, Alaska and take a photograph or by something? themselves, by solo. themselves solo. Yeah. Couldn't go with anybody. Yeah. They had to prove with the tickets. They went by themselves. Yeah. That's amazing. It is good. Uh, so good. let's talk about the Alka-Seltzer campaign. Um, yeah. Helping fans say yes. What is the yes about, George? What do you got for me there? 
the yes is so look i love alka seltzer i've actually used alka seltzer um since high school i was just like oh and now they're like hey you know we we, we kind of see same, some things the same way and i like to have a very good time whether i'm playing football or whether i'm off the field and so all alka seltzer is doing is that they just want you to say yes to going big on game day so you don't have to worry about anything else and they've got your back if you need if you need help with some you know unwanted symptoms or something like that they've just got your back so you can go do out eat all the wings drink uh you know all of the you know hydrating water that you want to drink and they'll take care of you after that yeah and uh, celebrate saying also running a sweepstakes right now until january Ooh. 7th fans they share are. a photo or video on instagram to show how they hashtag flex and fizz or fizz and flex pardon me can win 30 grand for the ultimate game day celebration look at you i would i would love to i've been participating i want to win 30 grand okay well i mean i don't know if you're eligible if you're promoting am i not i don't i don't know read the fine print in your contract george is all i would suggest <laughs> uh so i guess last one for you since you're wearing the festive santa hat um you're playing on christmas so no how fun so what does the weekend look like for and by the way not just anybody it's the ravens everybody's going to be talking about this game like it is a super bowl preview and wait for it a uh a a referendum on who should be the mvp in the league with lamar coming in like that there's a lot at stake that's fair george you think that's fair yeah it's gonna be a great game i mean monday night football yeah levi stadium yeah christmas day niners ravens Wow, you're telling me that that's going to get some hype going up here, Rich? Yeah, People do. are going to talk about it, all the things? Man, it's going to be really fun, man. I can't wait for it. I, you know what? Uh, we haven't played the Ravens since 2019, and it's a different team, but a lot of the same guys. So I, I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't watched the tape. I literally woke up 45 minutes ago. So huh. I woke up just to hang out with you today. I appreciate uh, that. But, you know, when I get into the film and watch the stuff, they're really good defense. They're doing all the things, and – Lamar's Lamar, man. Every time he touches the ball, it's it's like it's it's what, how football's supposed to be played, man. It's spectacular every time he touches the ball. He's fantastic. So it's uh it's gonna be a challenge. It's gonna be really fun. But one thing I love about this team that I'm on currently, we've had such a great mindset of one week at a time and not looking forward towards anything. And we've done a really good job about keeping everything in the building, not worrying about outside noise. And uh, I think with that mindset and attitude. You know, uh, the things that we've done this season, you know, they're not fake. You, you can watch the tape. You can see what we do all the time, whether it's run left or stop the run. Um, we're playing good ball. And so and they're playing good ball, too. So it's, it's just going to be an exciting game. And I can't wait to be, you know, playing in it on Christmas. I bet. I, I bet. And so uh, when you're playing a game against Arizona, uh, I know you're blocking mm-hmm. out outside noise. Do you look up at the scoreboard and see the, the Bills Cowboys score and talk about it on the sideline? Did that ever oh, happen? Oh, yeah, for sure. Fist bumps were. <laughs> Why? Because you're you're such Josh Allen fans, George. Is that what you're saying? Me, me personally, I'm a huge Josh Allen fan. Who isn't? I. Well, you know what? When he takes time out of his year to come to tight in you, that means a lot to me. He did that, he, right? He, he did that two years in a row. Two years two in a row. Years in a row. I know what a, what a nice guy. Like so, I'm a huge Josh Allen fan, and he's an overall great guy. And everyone that's ever played with him has said that he's incredible. So, so that's why you're fist, my, that's why you're fist bumping, right? It's not not who they were. I was I was beating. No, I, I was just excited for you know Buffalo because they've had some tough games, so they just haven't clicked. Yep. And like, I've heard great things. I've had teammates who I have played with guys who currently you know they they used to play in Buffalo, and I don't like it when my friends you know are struggling through things. I like it when everybody wins. It's I don't know why, man. It's just. But I like it better when we win. I hear you. Absolutely. I always love you coming on, George. Good to see you. Uh, Merry wow. Christmas to you and your family. Um, what else? Oh. What else is on my checklist here? Okay, we did hit Ooh. Iowa. 
losing to Michigan. Um, how did Bosa take that game in late November? Can you tell him I said hi? Because he's not. We've asked for him, and he's not appearing on this program. And I'm wondering if he's ducking me. Wow. I'll be straight up. Wow. I'll be straight up. You know up. what? Nick Nick hibernates in between Sundays. Okay. So it's it's not it's not you. Okay. I don't want to take it personal. But it's definitely not you. It might be me. I'll take that as a compliment. You know, that's what happens. As you should, best dad ever. Thank you, sir. Take care, best Santa ever. You take care of yourself, George. Thanks, Rich. Always a pleasure. Right you know, back hey, I'll be you. back next. I'll be back next week. Fantastic. <laughs> See you later, George. Love it. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone, including tonight's Monday night game. Check out every NFL broadcast on Westwood One live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports on your Westwood One affiliate stations, digital platforms. Kurt Warner, Kevin Harlan on the call. I'm in the studio tonight for free. And get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Phone calls, 844-204-RICH. Breaking news and so much more. Don't go anywhere. The rest of the show is for us to opine and chat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Are you still playing fantasy football? You still doing that? Um, I, I not really. No, I, 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 am in a league, but I don't, I don't control it. All my buddies control it for me. Well, because I know we've had conversations about this before, and that there are some interesting, um, uh, I guess, tasks that the loser of this league must undertake. So, are you, if you lose, even though you're not part of the day to day? Oh yeah, they'll, they'll hold me to it. Absolutely. I don't, I don't even know if I could tell you who's on my team right now, but. Um, if I were to lose, they would they would absolutely hold me to it, and uh, we, we'd have to go take care of business. What are some of the um, fails that I guess that you have? To do? What are some of the, the responsibilities of the losers of your league? What is uh, last year the loser uh, had to go to Alaska for a day? What do you mean, like for a day? <laughs> for a day? Yeah. Okay. We went to a place called Nome, Alaska. Actually, where the Iditarod it, it goes through there, I think. Yeah. So, so the Lutheran flood race, regardless of the geographic spot in the United States, would have to for a day get on a plane 
and and prove per, proof of purchase of the ticket and then take a photo like how do you oh, yeah i mean there's there was tasks involved it was i think he went in, in march um okay but it was it, it was yeah it was a whole thing and that was just one year that was just last year this year it'll be entirely different what other previous uh years any other examples because that's amazing you have to go to nome alaska the year before the loser you know uh barstool sports does the rough and rowdy the boxing deal he fought in that <laughs> at the super bowl the year we were there he, he was he was fighting in the, in the in the boxing on friday night uh before the game there Oh my gosh! Yeah. This is a, you do not want to lose your fantasy league. Jeff. No, you don't. No, that's why I, I try to I try to put a lot of faith in in, in my buddy that's running yeah. the points. That's that moment we just talked about with George. Well done. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, let's take some phone calls. Andrew in Riverside, California, has been waiting the longest, which means you're on. What's up, Andrew? Uh, hey, Rich, how's it going? What's on your mind? So um, I really enjoyed uh, Res consulting mm-hmm. um especially as a jaguars fan with the uh trevor ankle watch recently okay do you do we and, need to band together right now do you need us to unite right now because we can do that yeah <laughs> well i was actually looking to see if you guys also did uh, res counseling because oh, course, um please after you, you the know jaguars you, last three losses it's been uh pretty dire you know the answer to that andrew of course we offer con- consulting and counseling mm-hmm. we're there yep. what do you need all the scenes all service what do you need service. what do you need well um well in the words of tony soprano talking to silvio dante uh cheer me up babe because um <laughs> i need some cheering up after this um okay you know disappointing play here you go I, you, here you honestly go. poor coaching you know no no hold on a second here's the deal andrew the christian kirk injury is significant, and we're seeing it. I think there was even one fantastic moment in Collinsworth's drawing on the screen last night. He mm-hmm. kind of pointed it out. I was a third down where Ingram was where Christian Kirk would normally be, and uh, he drifted in, and the throw was to the spot. It should have been out. That's where Kirk would have definitely been. It would have been a first down. We're seeing that sort of stuff. And um, the Jaguars are a team that is – I think right now making too many mistakes from the, I don't know what the hell's happened with McManus. He can't kick a field goal Gosh. all of a sudden to save his life. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Doug Peterson's even wondering that, like mm-hmm. what, what, what has, what has happened? His, his kicker has the yips. Yep. And then um, I, I don't know. Uh, this is not helpful, Andrew, other than to say that these are problems that are fixable is what I'm saying. Um, and, and one other thing that we offer here through Rich Eisen consulting and counseling is we offer bro hugs through the screen. Would you like one of those? Uh, please. Okay, here we go. Andrew, uh, uh, we're, we're extending out and then hold on where we go around and we tap, tap on the back and then we separate. There we go. Thanks for the <laughs> so call, Andrew. I, I felt that from here. You bet. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> confirmed. Can confirm. And then, uh, um, my gosh, the mistake that two mistakes in the first half that, Trevor Lawrence made one a red zone turnover where I think he was past the line of scrimmage and wanted to fake as if he was still able to throw and reached for the ball to try and fake out a defender by fake throwing it, even though he had no legal ability to continue to throw. He just want to use it as a fake and lost control of the football. Did you think? I thought the same thing. I thought he was going to fake. He wanted to pump fake a guy to try to, like, you know, Josh they, Allen does it, and then the ball just, just dropped, fell out of his hand. Yeah, I don't know what happened, yeah. but I was like, he's got to secure the ball. And then, I, I, I man, the I, I don't know. I mean, I wish Melissa Stark would have asked, 
after the way that the half ended, like what happened? Just like just that would have, Doug Peterson shows up. I, I would love to know, Doug. Was it your choice not to spike? Were you getting in his head like run this play because what whatever? If, if you don't have any timeouts left and you are inside suddenly after a great throw and play inside the five or inside the the you know ten, and you're going to run a play, you should. Throw it in the end zone. Don't throw it short of the of the goal right. line. Go on fade. So throw those are the mistakes that they've made. The problem for Jacksonville is the two other teams in the division are are better right now. I mean, the Colts, I saw them in person. The Colts can run the ball, and the Colts can take the ball away. Did you know the Indianapolis Colts have That's taken true. the ball away from their opponent 19 straight games? Yeah, I saw that. 19 in a row. And I know there was so much made about Shaq Leonard getting released. This fella, EJ Speed, is a perfectly named player for Indianapolis, Speed. And he also is the personification of it. He was everywhere, and he's not even the leading tackler of the league. Zaire Franklin is. They've got playmakers. Buckner up front, you know, and players in the back who can can take it away. And then the the Texans, the Texans held Derrick Henry to less than like 15, 15 yards, yards and yeah. he carried yeah. it about 20 times. Yeah. And they had Case Keenum there. Mm-hmm. And they won on the road in overtime when it looked like they were going to tie. So everybody's eight and six. For Jacksonville, though, unfortunately, it appears Trevor Lawrence is in the concussion protocol. It may be C.J. Beathard, but we'll see how that plays out throughout the week. They're at Tampa. Talk about a big game in the state of Florida. Home for Carolina at Tennessee. These are games that they can win, but if not, they might not even make the playoffs all of a sudden. Hmm. But they have swept the Colts, so they have that tiebreak in their back pocket because that happened way back in week one to start. And then in week six as well. But they got to get tied first. They're a game back. So we'll we'll see. No, they're all tied right now. It's a three-way tie. Oh, they're all eight and six. Right. right, right. right, right. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are suddenly making too many mistakes right now. They have the players in the building, though. I really do. Except Christian Kirk. That's a killer. Because that's that was, without a doubt, Trevor Lawrence's go-to guy. Always. No, 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 no disrespect to Calvin Ridley, number zero. That's that's his guy. And I don't know when he's walking through the door again. But the Colts, nobody's talking about them because of the team that they lost to. I mean, the team that the team that lost to them. And the Steelers are in the news again today, and we'll discuss that at the top of the next hour. And then there's the Texans. You know what's going to wind up being the end of the day, biggest head scratcher of the year that might cost a team dearly? Is Tank Dell being involved on the one-yard dive? On a run play. The guy's like 170 pounds soaking wet. Who's he blocking? Mm -hmm. And his leg gets Mm. cracked and broken in the middle of all that. Aspirations. But Noah Brown is there. Nico Collins goes down. Noah Brown's there. Case Keenum's finding him. Defensively, they ball out. My goodness, this is a really good team. Resilient. And now just as eight and six as the Jaguars and the Colts, the AFC South is up for grabs with three weeks to go. Just as we all drew it up. No, my goodness gracious. (laughs) And the Jaguars once upon a time eight and three. 
We'll take a break. Hour three coming up. More calls.